swear to God, this is better than anything on television. Why can't we go to a movie? A movie? That's not real. It's the same as television. Trust me, this is real. As long as the attention of the world is firmly fixed on our cultural festival, no one will know what is about to happen. And once again, Germany will become united under one rule. Ours. After Sunday, there will be no one to stop us. In order to ensure the security and continuing stability, the Republic will be reorganized into the first galactic empire for a safe and secure society. This is how liberty dies, with thunderous applause. When they look back in the annals of history, they're going to be talking about three things. Discovery of fire, invention of the submarine, and the Flint, Michigan Mega Bowl. Good morning, Friar Jedi Cook. Good morning, Rabbi Dave. COVID is making us dumber by the day. Indeed it is. No, I'm... I'm, I'm See, before it was all academic. Mm-hmm. Before it was, God, can you believe how stupid those people are? Yeah. <laughs> but now, it has entered my home. It has, it's true. So I'm sitting here, as I so often do, minding my own business. On Thursday. Is that the right day? I gotta, get, gotta make sure I get the right date, because that's the important part. Nope, it's Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday, the 20th of October, in the year of our Lord, well, your Lord anyway, 2021. A date that will live in infamy. My son, who gets out of school early on Wednesdays. I don't know why, but Wednesdays, for some reason, are shorter days. They haven't, they're an hour shorter. Okay. I guess teachers need a break. Sure. So he comes home from school, and... As it happens, because I often do this, because I have a cat. Well, I don't have a cat. My wife has a cat who has decided that I'm his human. And <laughs> this cat will come into my office every day right around 2 and whine at me. And I don't mean bump up and brush on me and me. I don't, I'm, none of that cute stuff. This cat will jump up on my legs, dig his claws into my legs, and screech at me. Until I get up, go to the bedroom, and lie down so that he can jump up and curl up in the the nook of my arm there and go to sleep. But you do know that cats don't have owners. They have staff. Yes. (laughs) Apparently, I'm the staff. (laughs) So I do this, and then I'll lay there for 10 or 15 minutes until he's good and asleep, and then I'll get up and leave, and he's fine. Mm -hmm. So I'm laying there. Just calm as can be, as I so often do, minding my own business. When in comes my son with an envelope. And he says, as he jumps onto the bed, thus (laughs) scaring the cat, who leaps upon my chest with full claws, and then runs down my leg. Of course. But that's a story for another day. He hands me this letter from the school. Which says, to whom it may concern. To concerned parent, I believe is what it actually said. To to concerned parent. We need to inform you that your child has been exposed to COVID. Say it ain't so. We've we've had a positive test result of which we have become aware. And your son is considered a close contact. Which means that it was somebody in his class. Sure. I'm just... I'm reading into it. It doesn't say that because they can't tell me that. And your son can continue. Your son will need to quarantine and can return to school on October 20th. (laughs) Bureaucracy at work. Signed by the principal. But I noted that it was written on the school district's letterhead, not the school's letterhead. Mm Mm-hmm. Which means that the number they have listed there is not the number to get to the principal. Sure. 
to say, I have questions. So I called the number. The number is for the Human Resources Department for the blank, blank school district that we live in. Yeah, because Human Resources cares about the kids, right? That's exactly what she said. I don't have anything to do with this. Why are you calling me? Well, because your number's on the letterhead. Oh, she says. Well, let me find somebody who can tell you who to talk to. I'm not making any of this up. Yeah. So she comes back with two or three minutes later with three names. This person is the student coordinator. This mm-hmm. person is the program coordinator. And this person is the assistant director of something. She gives me the numbers and then tells me they're probably not going to answer their phones because this is meeting time, but you can leave voicemails. <laughs> okay, says I, and I proceed on smartly. Start with the first name. Voicemail. Hey, so I've got a letter here that says my son's been exposed to COVID and I have questions. Please call me back. I'm a concerned parent. Next person. Voicemail. Hey, I got a letter here saying my son's been exposed to COVID. I have questions. Please call me back. I'm Mm -hmm. a concerned parent. Next person. Hey, got a letter here saying my son's been exposed to COVID. I'm a, I have questions. I'm a concerned parent. Please call me back. Still waiting for those phone calls. Sure. So then I think to myself, as I'm looking at the paper, wait, this is the wrong letterhead. This letterhead is for the school district, not for the school, but it's signed by the, it's not even really signed. It's just a typed signature by the principal, meaning that this is a form letter. Mm -hmm. So I get in my little computer here and I look up the the direct number to the school. I'm going to go straight to the principal. Yeah, there you go. Which is what I should have done in the first place. Internet sleuth, Dave. So I call the school. Secretary answers it and says, well, I can't talk about that. (laughs) I'm not authorized to speak of that. But I can give you, I can transfer you to the vice principal's line. Who is, of course, in a meeting. Of course. So she may not answer the phone. But I'll send her a text telling her that it's, you know, important. A, a, A concerned parent. A concerned parent. So, of course, I get voicemail. Hey, I got a letter here saying my son's been exposed to COVID. I have questions. Please call me back. I'm a concerned parent. And about five minutes later, she calls me back and says, you ready? You sitting down? I'm sitting down. Remember now, I have a letter that says my son has been exposed. He's a close contact. Mm -hmm. He's got been exposed to COVID and must quarantine. Can return to school on October 20th. She says, and I quote, I can't talk about it. We are, it is, she didn't use these words, but it is verboten for me to speak of this. You have to talk to the principal. And he, still not making this up, uh, is at the chiropractor. Oh, However, okay. here is his direct cell phone number, which I now have. Gold, diamond gold. Which I now have. <laughs> which I called. Of course, it's voicemail. Sure. Hi. Got a letter here. My son's been exposed to COVID. I have questions. A concerned parent, please call me back. And then I threw in, I understand you're at the chiropractor. I appreciate that, but I need answers. <laughs> so. Why were they bound, Dave, before you've continued the story? What did they say why they were bound and I couldn't tell you? They can't discuss it. They, they're not allowed to discuss, quote unquote, medical information. But they can tell you where the principal is getting a chiropractic adjustment, medical information. Dude, I, I don't make the rules. <laughs> I'm just a concerned parent. Okay. So 10, 15 minutes later, finally, I get a call from the principal of the school where my son attends. And you can tell he is been expecting these calls 
Yeah. And he has a story, which is, okay. I didn't want to send these letters. They're stupid. Ah. <laughs> but I had no choice. And I asked the question. Said, didn't want to send them. They're stupid. Because again, my son can return to school on 10 2021 which is the day they sent the letter to me. Sure. Meaning you received it. Right. Which means that he, well, that's the day they gave it to him to give to me. Yeah. On his way out the door from school. Not on his way in, on his way out. Which means that he's been exposed two weeks ago. Uh Uh-huh. I didn't want to send these letters, Mr. Bowman. I didn't, didn't have a choice. I asked, do I really have to send these? And I was told, Yes. It's their protocol. And I asked the question, is that why you sent it out on district letterhead instead of school letterhead? (laughs) It was like silence. And I could tell that the answer was, of course, that's why I sent it out on district letterhead. (laughs) No, no comment. (laughs) I can neither confirm nor deny. I said, fine, my son will be in school tomorrow. And he said, that's great. We're looking forward to having him. We really yeah. love him. Besides, tomorrow is his first concert. Uh, and we wouldn't want him to miss that because of COVID. And the principal actually kind of sounds, you know, on the up and up there. <laughs> I thought to myself, all those years I spent in bureaucracies, chained yeah. by bureaucracies, chained by having to play the game. And I thought, holy crap, COVID is making us so freaking yeah. stupid. Stupid. You yep. go to his concert the next night. If you're a friend of mine on Facebook, you've seen the videos, but they sang the whole concert wearing masks. Very stupid. Standing next to each other, but, but singing, and it's like, well, that's about the most Gavin Newsom thing I've ever seen in my life. Speaking of which, yeah. In and Out Burger, uh, Basically gave him the finger this week too, which yeah. was awesome. the California-based change chain. I can't basically, you're still based in California. Why? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why. But yeah, they they basically not just just him, but yeah, it started in San Francisco, right? So it was San Francisco's local ordinance that was, you know, they were mandating the vaccine checks. Um, you you had to have proof of vaccination to come in. Right. And so they said, no, F you. We're not going to be your police. We're not going to be, we're not going to be the enforcement mechanism for your, for your mandates. You want to do that? Then you hire people to do that. Of course, yeah. that'll drive off our customer base because. Yeah. They're not going to need sit- to show papers. Right. <laughs> Which had me wondering, are they doing this for the drive-thru? I mean, most people that go there in and out go to the drive-thru. Yeah, I don't know if down if if in San Francisco proper oh, they have think, a drive-through. I didn't even think about that because there probably isn't a drive-through. No. Now that I think about it, San Francisco folks, if you've never been there, you wouldn't understand. Drive-throughs are they're not forbidden in 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 San Francisco. It, it's just not functionally doable. Yeah, it's probably just a market in in one building there type thing. Right. It's probably on market. As a matter of fact. <laughs> Now Probably. How I, I think about it? Anyway, I thought that was pretty amusing. No, that's good for them. I mean, you know, they need more businesses to step up and say, hey, we're not going to be enforcing your stupid mandates. rules. Yeah. Because your rules are stupid and they're going to cost us money. Mm-hmm. But of course, if the government starts enforcing them, then they're going to cost them money anyway because people people aren't going to do that. People are not going to go to, oh, I'm going to go to In-N-Out Burger, but I have to go through a Gestapo agent first. And they're not going to deal with that. Well, if enough businesses stand up, the government won't be able to. But they're do not that. going to. This is no. this is what the president said yesterday or day before yesterday. You know, everybody's well, everybody's coming unglued about what he said, but but what he said was correct essentially, which is that hey, 95 percent of the people are obeying anyway. So, what do we care? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so basically, they didn't. You know, they're not going to force the issue in, as far as putting people out front they're just going to say nope you you can no longer serve you're not you're in violation of health code right that's what they're going to say and shut them down which is a great plan because what do you figure the tax revenue is off a single in and out burger 
given given that it's California, and and I've mm-hmm. lived in California. I lived in California for twenty years. Believe me, In and Out Burger is making billions. Oh yeah. Well, in the Valley, they start their people at seventeen dollars an hour. Right. So what do you figure the tax base losses of just closing just just one in San Francisco? Oh, yeah. I mean, you're losing all those employees paying income tax. You're losing mm-hmm. all that sales tax, which in California is extraordinarily high. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's being taxed multiple times. Yeah, because you've got to you got to buy the burgers. Well, you got to pay sales tax on the burgers. Then you mm-hmm. got to sell the burgers, and they got to pay sales tax on the sale of the burgers. And that's just the burgers. That doesn't even count the shakes, the the fries, yeah. which are. I got to be honest. I'm I'm not a big fan of In and Out fries. The burgers are fantastic. Their fries are just chalk. Yeah. You could ask for them well done. That makes them a little better. Makes them a little crispy. The problem is, and see, this is what I hate. This is the same discussion I had with my wife the other day about Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Sorry. A coffee place that was based here in Seattle in 1971. Shouldn't sure. name them. There, If I have to know a secret Gnostic language to order the food the way I want it, then, it's, again, it's too much work. I don't like I food just, that I have to work for. I just like going through drive-thru and saying, yeah, I'll take a tall blonde, please. <laughs> my wife wants me to drink something called a black and white mocha oh she, you'll love this she'll you you'll like this but you can't just order a black black and white mocha you have to know the secret code because you don't like too much chocolate yeah i don't really like sweet chocolate i like dark chocolate yeah so you have to know the secret code to get them to make it the right way that you want it made so we pull into the drive-thru at Starbucks, and she has to lean across me, which, for the record, I don't mind, and, yeah. and, and order out the window for me, which, instead of just simply saying, yeah, I'd like a black and white mocha, turns into black and white, a grande black and white mocha, half shot, half pump, no whip. And by the time she's done, I'm, I'm you know, confused as all get out. <laughs> I hate going through drive-thrus for my wife. That's assuming she even knows what she wants when we go through a drive. Hey, let's yeah. go to this place. And then we get to the drive-thru. But wait, I need to read the menu. Oh, yeah. She's one of those people. Yes, she is. Very much so. So anyway, COVID is making us dumber by the day. It is. And eventually, even the people that are complying, the 90% of you that are complying, are going to go, well, this is just stupid. Mm-hmm. We complied with your first stupid rule. How many more stupid rules are we going to have to comply with? And based on what the president said the other night, well, there's a lot more coming. Yeah. But ho, ho, ho. Enjoy your Christmas. Hey, this is Whitey. And this is Hank. And you can listen to our podcast, Two Pine Talk, on all your favorite podcast sources. So come check it out where we talk about two beers and... and Everything stuff. (laughs) Listen to Two Pint Talk on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, as we so often do, Rod, let us wander through the annals of history. A little jaunt. In the annals of history, there are three things that people celebrate, right? The invention of discovery of fire... Mm-hmm. The invention of submarine and the Flint, Michigan Mega Bowl. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was I was thinking the wheel is in there somewhere, but that's okay. It was uh, those three things that really stand out in 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 human history. <laughs> in 1896, the city of New York had a problem. The problem was poor people were drinking too much on Sundays. Oh, you cannot have that. Well, really, you can't. Because as we all know, poor people drinking leads to all sorts of social problems and dynamics. Rich people drinking on Sundays is fine. Yeah. Poor people drinking on Sundays is bad because... They don't go to the fancy hotel joints. And remember, this is 1896. Now, 1896, the world was a little bit different. Restaurants were almost always in hotels, Mm -hmm. which had staffs of poor people 
who mm-hmm. could then wait on rich people who wanted to go out on Sundays because Sundays was their servants' days off. Mm-hmm. So all these ritzy New Yorkers putting on the Ritz on Sundays would go out to eat on Sundays to the hotels because if they didn't already live in the hotel, because they didn't want to have to cook themselves. They don't want to have to do it themselves. And the problem was all these poor people were getting drunk in the bars and saloons as they were known then. Mm-hmm. And that meant they had to walk past them. <laughs> Can't have that. And the, yeah. the additional problem was of course, that in that era, Sunday was the only day off for most mm-hmm. of these working people who were heavily of immigrant status, particularly European immigrants, mm-hmm. Germans, Scots, Irish, Eastern Europeans, and the like. Mm-hmm. Hardworking, salt of the earth people, but not rich. And they did like to drink their beer on Sundays. And in fact, one of the most famous of these saloons, McSorley's Ale House, Old Ale House, which still exists to this day. Wow. You can go to the McSorley's Ale House and order much of the same fare that they served in 1896. In 1896, few things happened. Number one, there was a senior Republican who was gaining um, prominence in the nation. But he was a wild card. He was one of those people that people were really kind of afraid of. Well, if this guy gets the nomination for anything, it's going to be it's going to be a big turnoff to most Republicans because he's so crazy, he's so radical. I can't imagine someone being like that from New York, right? Yeah, you just can't yeah. imagine that. <laughs> so they hit on this idea. Well, he lost an election. Blah blah blah. Let's make him the police commissioner of New York. Hmm. City. Now, New York City, then as now, heavily Democrat, heavily mm-hmm. Democrat, relying much on the immigrant vote for that support. Right? Mm-hmm. So they make this guy police commissioner of New York City. And at the same time they make him this, the Republican Party, of which this guy is a member. Mm-hmm begins to make inroads into the society of New York State. Not as much in New York City, although there is a little bit of there, but, mm-hmm. but across the state, Republicans start to become more and more mm, prominent. Yeah. And having a Republican commissioner of the police in New York City is a feather in their cap. Okay, yeah. Because they know that whatever laws they manage to get passed, he'll enforce. He's a law enforcement Republican, law and order Republican. Yeah. Through and through, right down to the soles of his feet. And so they pass a law in 1896, fee and exchange law, fee and excise law is what it's called. Technically, it goes by the name the Reigns Law because the guy that wrote it is a guy by the name of Reigns, R-A-I-N-E-S. And you know what this law says? You can probably already guess, but in the event that you can't or haven't Googled it already because you paused the show to go, oh, I need to know what that is. Dave's taking too long to tell this story. (laughs) The Reigns Law, in effect, and I'm not going to go through all the details Mm -hmm. of it, in essence, it made it illegal in New York City to drink on on Sundays, unless you did it at a hotel. Or a restaurant. Yeah, so rules you, for thee and not for me. Bingo. Bingo. Now, the person charged with enforcing this, of course, is the commissioner of police in New York City. It's a guy by the name of Theodore Roosevelt. Wow. That, yes, that. I know, that, I know a guy like that. That Theodore Roosevelt <laughs> is in charge with enforcing this. And believe me, he's into this. Oh, sure. Because as it turns out, and I know this will surprise you about a Republican from New York who's a crazy guy. He's also pretty much a racist. He does not like immigrants, as we will discover in a few years. And so he is vigorously enforcing this new law, the Reigns Law. This does not sit well with the poor people of New York, who are unhappy about being told that they cannot drink on Sundays, Mm -hmm. while rich people who can afford to go to the hotels and restaurants can't. 
Yeah. So what do you think the solution here is? Uh, I don't know. Well, think about it. what what would Rod do? What would Friar Cook do if Modesto or Oakdale put such a law into place that would it seems deliberately targeted to say friars cannot drink on a, on a given day? What 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 would you do? I would still drink on a given day. I would I would purposefully drink on that given day. You would break the law? Oh, of course. Okay, but. But now Theodore Roosevelt is knocking down your door and arresting you and, and, and putting you in jail so you can't make a living to pay for your drinking on Sundays. Because yeah, but, it's the law. These are the servants of the rich people. So you put them in jail and then not the rich people. Well, no, but. Not all of them. You're still going to impact the people right. that. Do you think that would be effective if just one or two of you said, <laughs> screw you, Teddy, and drink yeah, it, anyway? It has to be numbers, just like the numbers. vaccine mandate. Or. What else could you do? See, the law is very specifically written to exempt something. Sure. Hotels. Oh, so they go to the hotels and restaurants. And they oh, no, they the can't hotel. afford that. They bring no, their own no. booze. No, no, no. no. That's not <laughs> happening. You really think the Ritz Carlton is going to let you in there to drink on Sundays? You poor slub. No, they're going to call the police and they're going to throw you out because you're a bum. You're not, you're not a Guggenheim or a. Carnegie, you're not coming in here. This isn't, this is 1896 folks. This isn't, this isn't today. Yeah. You can't scream racism. You can't scream no. transphobia. You can't, no, we don't want you here. You ain't coming in. So keep in mind that the law is written to exclude two specific things, hotels and restaurants. So they create their own hotel. McSorley's old ale house says, Hey, what if we serve food? Now we're mm. a restaurant. Yeah. Other ale saloons said, you know, we've got a couple of rooms upstairs. Let's put a bed in it. Now we're a hotel. Mm -hmm. And because the people who would come to these places weren't all that interested in food, nor were they interested in sleeping. They just drank. They would just drink. And the food fair was, how shall I say this politely, um, less than stellar. Mm -hmm. It would not even be one star on your Michelin guide. In Fear fact, nuts. McSorley's, not even that, <laughs> McSorley's Ale House today still serves a platter that they date to this onions, raw onions, and how funny moldy cheese. How funny. And they began to make a thing called the Reigns Sandwich. And the Reigns Sandwich was a sandwich that someone had made for the, for the place, uh -huh. which you could order at this, we'll just use McSorley's because it's, it's pop, popular and we know about it. You could order the Reigns Sandwich off the menu. I'll have the Reigns Sandwich, please. And they would say, great, how many pints you want with that? And they would bring you your pints and then they would bring the sandwich to you, which for the record, you would not eat, mm -hmm. not even take a bite of. At one point, one idiot actually tried to eat the rain sandwich Ugh. and literally got the schnot kicked out of him. How funny. By all the other patrons who are not happy about this. The Reigns sandwich, Rod, would thus then be returned to the kitchen, such as it was, which was probably the bar, and put under the bar and wait for the next customer to come in and go, I'd like a rain sandwich, please. Yeah, there you go. And the sandwich would then be delivered with the requested number of pints or liters or whatever they drank. And mm -hmm. I read an article this way. I think I sent it to you this week about measurements for beers. Yeah. And anyway, whatever they drank it in. And the sandwich would then sit on the table and not be touched and be returned. And then this would go on literally for years. Wow. The sandwich would be served. Yeah. Because, hey, we're a restaurant. Yeah. And the way the raw was written 
when Teddy Roosevelt's police guys would come in and bang on the door and say, you, you can't drink on Sundays. Hey, it's a restaurant. Here's my lunch. Yeah. And they would look at the sandwich and they would look at the law and they would look at the sandwich and they would look at the people and they would look at the sandwich and they would look at the law and they would go, crap. Yep. It really is. You go by the letter. They would turn around and walk out. And the poor people of New York City would continue to drink on Sundays, which was their only day off Mm -hmm. to enjoy these things, and essentially give a giant thumb to Theodore Roosevelt. It wasn't a thumb. It was... It was another finger. Right. They would essentially give the finger to Teddy Roosevelt and to Senator Reins and to the Republicans of New York who wanted this law because immigrants drink and we can't have that. And of course, the rich people were not happy about this because the problem, quote unquote, that they think they still had, which was Mm -hmm. drunk poor people in the streets, didn't go away. No. Which caused them to say, why are we paying you to pass laws if you can't pass laws that, uh, that work? So there were attempts to rewrite the Reigns Law to you know tighten it up a little bit, but sure. oddly enough, those those attempts didn't go well. No, and eventually the Reigns Law would fade away. The last recorded service of a Reigns sandwich that I can find is 1913. Huh? Okay. 1896 to 1913. That's a good run. Yes, but this of course shortly followed thereafter by prohibition, which by uh. that point was becoming. <laughs> An equally stupid idea, but yeah, nevertheless, and for the same reasons. But I was struck by this whole idea of this Reigns sandwich mm-hmm. because I was cruising social media and I've noticed some, you've probably noticed the same thing. Posts are being covered, right? Mm-hmm. Uncover this post because it might, yeah. might offend you or the vaccine information box appears magically it'll appear on this show today i guarantee on facebook you'll get a because we talk about it because we said the word covid and stupid and vaccine and vaccine and so they will have to they will have to inform you that they have information that you might want click here for more information that will apparently counter whatever it is we say Mm -hmm. which is that covid is making us stupid because we're sending out letters telling people you can't come back to school until today yeah. That said, I also noticed that people are starting to work around this. Have you mm-hmm. noticed this as well? So the word vaccine in posts gets spelled weirdly. Mm-hmm. V-A copyright copyright I-N-E. Yeah. And Facebook goes, Okay. The, the algorithm, yeah, sees it as an image. Right. Or they spell things wrongly, or they use code words, or they yeah. separate letters. Yeah, because they separate it. The, the algorithms can't deal with that. I'm sure they're trying. I'm sure Facebook yeah. is going, oh, crap, these people are too smart for us. They are it's serving yeah. Rain's posts yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. It's called be, be water, us. my friends, be water. Water goes, takes the easiest, least path of resistance down, right? (laughs) And I thought to myself, the average American has no clue that in 1896, Teddy Roosevelt tried to keep poor people from drinking in New York on Sundays. And the poor people were smarter than the politicians of the day and figured out a way around it Mm -hmm. and essentially said, we're going to keep right on doing what we're doing. And if you don't like it, well, we'll just find another way to do it. Mm-hmm. And here we are, a hundred years later, hundred and twenty years later, and the modern version of the McSorley's ale, old ale house is Facebook or social media in general. Yeah. And what are we doing? We're serving up the rain sandwich on fo- social media. See, yeah. see, we're obeying your rules, but <laughs> we're not. Good, good luck with that. Yeah. And I thought, that is absolutely brilliant. And I'm going to start doing it. I'm, I've started doing it myself. Just Have you? But I, but I also know the logarithms, algorithms. They'll, they'll catch up. They'll catch up eventually. But then we'll just move on to the next thing. 
Mm-hmm. And eventually we'll be communicating by emoticons and we will yeah. have returned thousands of years to the hieroglyphic era yeah. in which we were, we are still, so many of the hieroglyphics are, are you know, the, the petroglyphs in, mm-hmm. in, in Pompeii. Have you, have you seen National Geographic? I think has a great article about these drawings on the streets of, of Pompeii mm-hmm. and how incredibly offensive they are. And insulting they are towards politicians and it, it's, it's hysterical. <laughs> So-and-so sucks. You know what? Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's there folks. It's history. Yeah. And we're doing the same thing. And eventually we're going to be just writing chalk drawings on a wall yeah. with, with emoticons, our, our walls and, and Facebook is still going to be going click here for more information about COVID. Yeah. And we're going to keep on doing this. And COVID is making us stupider and stupider and stupider by the moment. And eventually, we're going to have to go to the ale house and look at that moldy, crappy sandwich. By the way, the sandwich the guy tried to eat at one point, not making yeah. this up. So I guess they didn't have any bread one day when they were making their their rain sandwich at whatever place this was. So they used two bricks. Ugh. And they put some meat between the bricks. Yeah. And serve that as a rain sandwich, which is probably pushing the the, the law is, a little bit yeah. because it's not really edible. Anyway, some guy tried to eat it. Yeah, <laughs> and they, they called the and then called the cops to complain. They could have used a, a, a you know a board or something and called it a toothpick. <laughs> it's holding the sandwich together. People are inventive when they don't want to follow government mandates. Oh yeah, and I'm I'm bemused to see how many of these rain sandwich type things people are going to start pulling now. Yeah. And I'm going to laugh. And now send you can us, laugh. Well, send us your suggestions, right? Right. What rain sandwich will you use to get around the, the various mandates that are, are already here and are still coming? Don't, don't get me wrong. They're still coming. Yeah. If you think this is the end, it's not. Prohibition is still on the, uh, the horizon. There are still a number of people in this country who believe that controlling everything is, is the way to go. And they did it once before with the 18th Amendment. And guess what? It didn't work. Mm-mm. You know why it didn't work? Because you can't legislate morality. No. It doesn't stop them from trying. Yeah, send us your uh, suggestions. WTF at whatthefrock.org. This is Bill Mick from Bill Mick Live on WMMB in Melbourne, Florida. Hope you're enjoying listening to my buddy Dave or my buddies Dave and Rod, either way. Always good to hear them, and you can join me as well. I'm on Eastern Time, 6 to 9 a.m. every day at BillMick.com. Hit the Listen Live link, and you can pick up the podcast there as well. Morning conversation about the Space Coast, Florida, and the country. We do it every day with Bill Mick Live on WMMB. Now get back to Dave or Dave and Rod. Hey, Friar Jedi Cook. Yeah. WTF? Question it is, mark. It is that time of uh, the show when we go into the news a little bit and find and basically discuss the WTF moments in uh, in society. So today, for me, you know, the internet is a great tool for good or and for evil. I mean, there's a lot of questionable things that go on there, but in today's society, with uh, you know the quick access to connecting people through social media and things like that. There is a subset of people that, uh, in particularly young women with good attractive looks that are, that are looking for that, you know, sugar daddy to help finance their, their That's such a college. weird term, isn't it? It is. It is. You think and they're so, using it to fund college? <laughs> <sighs> so they say, uh, if you're taking them at their word, but uh, so this particular story is, is about a woman who, who visits these sites and and one particular day she's going through the sites and she happens to see a, a profile for her father and, and so she's shocked that her father would be on this site so she tried to text him and he's not responding she tried contacting him in the uh, in the app itself and he blocked her and doesn't speak to her about it but yet 
she's dumbfounded that her dad is at the site while she is herself looking for a sugar daddy. <sighs> yeah. Yep. So I have basically, questions. okay, go ahead. Hit me. I am given to understand. I have no actual experience with this, but I'm given to understand from <clears throat> reading memes and articles on the interwebs that the, how do I say this politely, Rod? The most popular porn searches of the day are step parent, step relation, stepmother, stepfather kind of thing. Yeah. Wouldn't the story be better if he was her stepfather? Yeah. Because then he could be her sugar daddy and uh, it's, yeah, it, they could it, do an OnlyFans site. And do, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm not certain why she just didn't do an OnlyFans site. I mean, she is attractive, so. How do you know she didn't? Well, she is now, I'm sure. I'm sure because she's getting, she got like over that, a million views with her TikTok video like complaining about her dad. That museum had to do one. That some museum had to do an OnlyFans because, was it Instagram? Yeah. Kept banning their posts because they showed nudity? Yeah, an art ours. museum? Yeah. So they figure, what the hell, we'll do, it, we'll do it on OnlyFans. Yeah. Which is genius. I mean, again, it, speaking it of rain sandwiches, I mean. Uh, yeah. That's. No, honey, I only have the OnlyFans account because I want to look at this museum's artwork. Yeah. I didn't even think about trying to explain that, but wow. So yeah. Amazing. Does it say whether, uh, they've resolved this between themselves or are they, uh, are we still, no, they have not. She has not, uh, he's not responding. He won't talk about it. And basically, uh, she does mention that her parents are still together when she told her mother what happened. Her oh, dad of course said, she did. Her, you know, it, her mother said that her dad bought her mother a new Cartier, bracelet cartier bracelet so obviously they have a ton of money so yeah she ain't leaving him so so she told her mother and her mother's first response is why aren't you why are you on a sugar daddy site no it wasn't at least according to her it wasn't that that would have been my question what the heck are you doing on that site that makes you say wtf mm -hmm. question mark so i i I felt like WTF, there's a lot of cool stuff happening in the world. It really was. Yes. I mean, when we used to do fun with news on the show, I would make a point of doing, we don't make anything up here. With so much yeah. wonderful stuff happening, there's no need to make up news. There isn't. There's a reason why I used to say that, but I'm not going to go into that here. But the problem with some of the WTF stuff is some of the stuff makes you mad. Yeah. It's not as... So... Dr. Fauci today is in trouble right now. Sure. Do you know why Dr. Fauci today is in trouble? Would it be because he lied to Congress? Is it that? Or no, is it something nobody's else? upset about that at all. Well, Rand Paul is. He's he's still upset, but. Rand Paul would be upset if the sun set. I mean, that's if the sun set on a Democrat, he would be mad. I mean, that's just the way it is. That's just politics. no. Now people are getting mad at Dr. Fauci today, not because he's lied about COVID, not because he's confused, a confused old man who's being abused by the administration because they think that we won't yell at him, mm -hmm. not because he lied about NIH funding, not because he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. No, now we're upset because, and I'm not making this up, a bombshell report from The Hill based on docs from a nonprofit called the White Coast Waste Project, which claims to obtain this information via Freedom of Information Act, mm -hmm. suggests that the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases partially funded experiments being conducted in Tunisia between 18 and 19, in which upwards of nearly four dozen young beagles, beagles, dogs, mm -hmm. were killed. Yeah. And photographs have emerged of these beagles being trapped in these head cages so they can't move and put on trays of sand that contained fleas and the likes of that until the, the puppies were suffering so badly that they had to be put down. Somewhere between 375K and a $1.68 million in grant money for the drug research, which was carried out on 44 puppies, despite the fact that the FDA condemns such processes, which is, of course, why we did it in Tunisia. Sure. 
This is what has people mad at Dr. Fauci. My WTF isn't that this kind of research was being conducted in Tunisia or even funded by Dr. Fauci today. My WTF is why the hell is this what's going to bring him down? Why the hell is this what's got mm-hmm. people frustrated? And and believe me, I'm not not condoning it in any say, way, shape, or form. Fauci is a POS. Yep. And he knew. He had to have known. If he didn't know, he shouldn't be in the job. Yeah. But the WTF is, why do you care about this, but not the experimentals, that other experiments that he's yeah. funded and lied about? I'm sure there's other animals that have been mistreated throughout funding. Which are far more impactful, far more to your day-to-day. And I like beagles. My dad has a beagle or had a beagle, has a beagle, I think. At any rate, it's bizarre to me that this is where, this is the breaking point. You can experiment on us. You can fund gain-of-function research. We're mad about that, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really... Well, it's, it's okay to kill, kill people, beagles. right? Yeah. It's okay to kill people. But a beagle? Well, that's Snoopy. We can't have that. And, yeah. you know, it's it's the Michael Vick thing. We don't care that he's a rapper, you know, weird guy, prison hanging out. But dog fighting? No. Yeah. We're going to send that guy to prison for years for that. Which he deserved. I mean, don't, again, don't get yeah. me wrong. Yeah. But if that's the breaking point... If, if we don't care until beagles are being murdered by Dr. Fauci today, why, why are we surprised if you got, they've gotten away with everything else? Why are we surprised that 90%, 90 to 95% of the people in this country are going to comply with everything the president wants? And he's happy about that. It's because we're all based on emotion, Dave. We're, we are all, I mean, everything is based off an emotional response. It's, it, they're not thinking. But I will have you know, though, that when you brought up Snoopy, now I'm stuck in my mind. It's the Schroeder song, the the piano riff. Linus and Lucy is the Linus and Lucy, yeah. (laughs) Makes me wonder, and it makes me say, WTF. normally like to do this rod but i may need to back out of something that we've discussed in the past <laughs> okay <laughs> i made that bet on norwich versus newcastle yeah on the assumption that we were actually a premier league team that we were actually in the premier league yeah and clearly Norwich city is neither <laughs> yeah they they are not doing so hot newcastle's only one step above them right now on the tables though Right, but at least you guys are scoring. What have we scored? One goal all year? Yeah, something like that. We're a third of the way into the season. We've scored one goal. One. Yeah. It's soccer, for God's sake. Now, I realize that most teams don't score a lot of goals. Anyway, I, I get that. Soccer's... <laughs> Unless you're Chelsea against Unless Norwich. Unless you're Chelsea against Norwich, then... then <laughs> Seven then, to nil. Yeah. Like, what, are they playing football here? What, what happened? I saw the score because Rob texted me. So when do you fire your coach? And I, and I looked at it and went, holy crap. Yeah, you know, you lose one nothing to Chelsea or something. You go, okay, well, it's a moral victory, it's a pyrrhic victory. We, yeah, we we at least like Navy yesterday against Cincinnati. Cincinnati, the number two ranked team in the nation, they go into Navy, and Navy comes one when Navy team comes that close, that close to 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 taking them out. Yeah, the Navy sucks in football. I mean, we're just not that good, but we came close. And so you think, well, and everybody's praising Navy today. Oh, what a great job Navy yeah. did. Even Cincinnati. They put up a fight. Yeah. What a great job. What a what a moral victory this is. You can't even look at what Narch did yesterday and go, well, it's a moral victory. Because it's no. not. It could be that the team's just trying to get their coach fired now. <laughs> See, this is the part I don't understand. Okay. And maybe I just maybe I'm just ignorant of soccer. All right, you fire your coach, then what? 
it's not like we've got a good team here. No. Who wants that job? I don't. I'm Ted Lasso's new. Ted Lasso wouldn't take that job. Yeah. You don't well, have a, you don't have talent to compete and see, this is the part that surprised me, Ron. Why is there so much of a talent level difference between the premier league and the championship? There isn't that big of a difference between major league and triple a. There is a difference between NFL and collegiate, but when you're yeah. talking about the elite college programs, there isn't that big of a difference between the two. Well, but some of the, some of the teams that have promoted are doing fairly well. So it's not just, it, it, it's not just, I mean, there is a gap, obviously, in the top, what, six teams between the, the pay right, structure what, and all that stuff. In, in my view, which is, that's what makes the Premier League boring, is yeah. that it's, why even have 30 teams or 20 teams, whatever it is, that why even have that many? Because yeah. there's only six that matter. Yeah. The rest are just competing not to be relegated. Yeah. Which is, that's just stupid. Well, I mean, you know, in, in a way, and that's what the, the former owner of Newcastle United, that's why they hired the Steve Bruce, who's now been let go. And and so he's a coach. I mean, he can, he, yeah, great. <laughs> he's available. Right. <laughs> but, we went yeah. through this before. Yeah. Norwich went through this before a few years ago. We had, we had made, we had won the championship. Mm-hmm. went to the Premier League, sucked. And so they're going to fire the coach. And I yeah. asked people in Norwich, the BBC Norwich, I mm-hmm. was on their radio program. And I said, what's firing the coach going to do? Yeah. Who, who, what, what makes you think that there's somebody better out there that's magically going to come in here and go, oh, well, shoot, now we're a top yeah. seven team. Well, and in all fairness, too, a lot of the, a lot of the reasons why they won the championship were, were players that were loaned to them and at the end of the season makes no sense yeah at the end of the season those players went back to their teams so now you don't you're not even dealing with the same players right. makes no sense to me <clears throat> but i am deeply concerned about this bet because clearly we're uh <laughs> you're gonna have to brush up on your cockney <laughs> i can't do cockney man i'm telling you <laughs> well i'll buy you a beer but i'm, yeah, I'm not doing yeah. cockney. <laughs> get your rain sandwich how's that yeah, there you go. I don't know, man. This is this is my problem with Premier League soccer, and in fact, most soccer in general, is that you, you have four, five, six teams that are actually meaningful, and the rest of it's just filler. It's this is this is double A baseball. I mean, it really is. Mm-hmm. You have five or six prospects that are legit prospects on a team, and the rest are just fill ins to to fill out the roster. Double yeah. A baseball just sucks. I'm sorry, it just does. Single A is pretty good. Single A high is very good. It's very competitive because that's where all the real prospects are. Everybody mm-hmm. at that point is still a prospect going, hey, I want to make the major leagues. Yeah. And so there's a lot of competition, a lot of stress, a lot of pressure. Double A is just, mm, we, we don't have room for you at triple A. And triple A is just, well, we don't have room for you on the major league roster right now. Yeah. yeah. People go to triple, like up here in Seattle. People look at AAA baseball and go, why isn't this guy, why is this guy still in Tacoma? He's really good. He's better than the people that are in Seattle. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get that in AA baseball. AA baseball is just, anyway, that, to me, that's what soccer has become. It's, it's, it's gotten to the point where it's worse than ESPN and their Sunday night baseball game between the Yankees and the Red Sox. Because that's what you get on ESPN Sunday night. You get Yankees and Red Sox. Hey, this week it's the Red Sox at the Yankees. It's not the same thing, Dave. Yeah. Last week was the Yankees and the Red, Red Sox. This week, it's the Yankees at the Red Sox. It's different. It's different. <clears throat> but it's the same thing. You, you guys yeah. do know that there's 28 other teams, right, that, that all play on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yankees, Red Sox. Yankees, Red Sox. Yankees, Red Sox. Oh, occasionally the Cardinals and the Cubs. That's good, too, right? Yeah. God help you if you're a fan of a minor team that's, you know, you know the Rays or God help you if you're a fan of the Orioles, but they usually do good on television. Yeah. Or whoever, the Rockies. Seattle Mariners? Sunday Night Baseball? It's it's crazy. That'll never work. Yeah. Anyway, Premier League soccer to me has become like that. It's just, it's the same. It's the NBA. Why do they even have a regular season in the NBA? I don't know. The same eight teams are going to make the playoffs from each conference. Every yeah. year. They're just going to shuffle them around a little bit. The rest of them are just, they're just, why even bother? 
Yeah, it, was, are- it was that way with the with the New England Patriots, right? I mean, for a decade, for yeah, a decade. But, <laughs> but there was a time when the Patriots were, you know, bad. Yeah. I remember the first the the Patriots celebrating because they beat the Dolphins for the first time in like twenty years, back in the seventies when they had when they had Jim Plunkett as their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yay, we beat the Dolphins once. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know the Lakers they're going to sandbag until the playoffs and then they're going to try to go. Ooh, now we now we're going to play. Yeah. I don't even know why they do it. It's same same is true to, to me of soccer. Now it's like yeah. this is boring. Well, Newcastle's going to rock them up though. If we, if we survive relegation. <laughs> well, if we don't, then I guess we can do this again next year in the championship. Sure. We're going to do it this year. I'm, st- I'm not backing out of the bat. I'm just saying, we, I'm just conceding right now that there's no chance of us. Yeah. I'd be surprised if we score a goal. It really would be. They got to do something. They, they, they must. Can't, can't keep going on. This rain sandwich is about to be eaten. Yeah. It's going to make people... Sick. Well, everybody, uh, we got some. Uh, did we get any feedback this week? I don't know if I did or not. I can't I remember. I don't think we did. Huh. There's a shocker. Crickets. Yeah. But in fairness, now, in fairness, very few people heard last week's show, comparatively yes, speaking. There were because, some technical difficulties, I believe. Yeah, some technical difficulties that don't matter to you. But it, 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 so I, I changed the computer, right? I replaced it. Yeah, the you did. Did I tell you this story? I, told, he, I know I told you, but you told me, but I so don't I got a new computer and two of the programs that I've used for more than a decade to produce shows and, and, and do things. I didn't have the license codes for those programs. Mm-hmm. I thought I did. I, I have a black book that has all this stuff written down in it. Mm-hmm. Guess which two are missing. Those two. Those two. So I, I reinstalled the, the trial versions of the program. And one of the programs that I use had really done some massive upgrades mm-hmm. since the last time I upgraded it. I don't know. I don't like to do updates to programs. I like it to work the way I like it to work and don't mess with it. It's like yeah. Windows and Word. Your security nightmare. I'm still <laughs> I'm still using if I could I get I would still use Word 2.0 because that was perfect. But no, now we got Word perfect, this. you mean. No, yeah, well whatever. <laughs> Excel 4.0 was perfect to me. I mean Lotus, Lotus 123. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know that's the only reason I went to Windows was to get the Lotus One Two Three XL, the Lotus One Two Three with the tabs for with the, the spreadsheet. Yeah, yeah. It's the only reason I did. Anyway, so I updated that program. I, I said, okay, I'll I'll pop for the forty bucks and I'll buy the program. Yeah. So I did. The other program, which maintains the XML file, mm-hmm. couldn't couldn't find the code. I, I was talking to Rod about how to get into the registry. This is one of those programs that doesn't store the code in the registry. Oh, lovely. So I have no idea how to find the code. Because the company that makes the program says, click here to buy. And they went out of business like eight years ago. Dang. So can't even buy it again. Mm -mm. So we didn't have an XML feed, which is what feeds the program to the various Mm -hmm. sum of. So like if you listen on iHeartRadio or iTunes, you probably got it. But but if you listen on anything else other than the website, you weren't going to get it. It was my fault. Because this program didn't exist. And at that point, Rod, and this was a week ago, I did not know how to program code, HTML code for an XML file. Sure. However, now, today, a week later, while my son has gone back to school on the 20th, after after dealing with the administration, right, right, I know how to code an XML file in HTML, which I successfully proved on Thursday, which was the topic of a conversation in our chat about things but i don't think bill really understood what the hell i was saying so (laughs) i was very proud of myself i was patting myself look it worked he's probably taking a nap (laughs) i don't know he's texting us now isn't he he did yeah Yeah. after his nap didn't even see it was not much of a nap anyway so for those of you that missed the show last week it'll be on the xml file you can go back and listen to it but this week's show so so if you didn't comment on last week's show that's fine yeah. We, we would appreciate some some likes, some downloads, some shares, and some comments on this show. And of course, yeah. always, as always, rate and review. Feel free to appreciate use all caps. You know, we don't yell at us, scream at us. Yeah. We don't care. We're pretty mellow because we've got our rain sandwich, and we're just going to do what we do anyway, despite whatever you might. Yep. And as I learned a long time ago, don't read the comments. 
Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to comment. We're not going to read it. <laughs> well, no, I made the mistake of going and reading the comments on the day by day strip. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I thought to myself, this guy either has the dumbest audience on the face of the planet or they're just uh, they're just rude. One of the two. Well, the, the commenters anyway. We, <clears throat> yeah, it, it's yeah, a small subset. Because not everybody comments. It's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a rule of thumb in radio that 1% of listeners will ever call a radio show ever. Yeah. So if you're getting a hundred, if you're getting a hundred calls a week, that's a pretty good sign. Yeah. If you're getting a hundred comments or even 10 comments, it's a pretty good sign. So anyway, go to the website, whatthefrock.org, send us an email, WTF at whatthefrock.org, like, download, share, comment, rate, and review, because we really would appreciate it. We love the feedback. That's right. And on that note, I'm Rabbi Dave. And I am Friar Jedi Cook. And this has been... What the Frock? <laughs>